Alright you Sector 7G stiffs, it's time to dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways and blow into your game cartridges. I'm Sam Blanford. I'm Pat Sellers. And I'm Simon Blanford. And we wish it was the 90s. Welcome back listeners. Uh, you're here for a new segment on Wish It Was The 90s. Uh, it is called This Week On. Now, This Week On is going to take us back to some of your favourites. Um, and we're going to focus on, this week, we're going to focus on The Simpsons. So This Week On The Simpsons in 1991. Uh, season 2 episode 22 the last episode of the simpsons for that season called blood feud but before we get into blood feud uh i'd like to take a trip down memory lane as we normally do and um and reminisce about our uh, you know early memories of the simpsons so uh, pat could you go first sure i think like most 90s kids it was uh it was a weekly affair waiting for the new Simpsons episode to come out. I uh, really reminisce back on some of the, the big ones, like the time they went to Australia, which felt close enough to, you know, close enough to home. And so I hadn't seen much of the newer stuff until a friend of mine moved back from the UK. Uh, Pat Howden, he um, moved into my place and um, he, would, he was still, uh, he was a teacher in Stratford School. He, it was one of his uh, shows he had throw on. I was like, I hadn't seen The Simpsons in years, and watching some of the newer stuff, I was like, this still holds up. <laughs> it's quite good. And then, obviously, you got the launch of Disney+, Plus and it's an easy go-to to throw on on the background and relive your, your childhood going through those old seasons. Wellington Firebird, great. Pat Houghton. Uh, no, not true. <laughs> yeah, the younger brother. He will, yeah. he will be Wrong. devastated with that as well. There are a few Houghton brothers, to be fair to you. Should, but, I should uh, know that. No disrespect to Pat, but... Uh, yeah, he's a good cricketer. He got me out a few times. Very good cricketer. Very good left armour. People could not face those left arm in swingers. Uh, Simon, what about yourself? Um, oh, I think... I wouldn't be hyperbolic to say that my entire childhood and adulthood has been shaped by it, really. Um <laughs> Genuine appointment television in its day. You'd talk about the episode the next day, um, which no longer happens, really. I think that those old days of appointment TV in the 90s and earlier than that, they often sort of solidified and helped to maintain friendships. I think because you share things in real time as opposed to a year later or even a week later. You yeah. talk about it, you discuss it the next day. And that's one of, I mean, I, I wouldn't go back to that because it's great having everything at your fingertips, obviously, with uh, your Netflixes, your Neons. But that was quite a cool thing that you could share experiences with because everyone was watching it. So that is something I do miss, that appointment viewing and being able to discuss it with your mates the next day. You'd also have the ad build up throughout the week. You'd see, you know, the next week's episodes mm. building up. Talking Great about it. Oh, I can't wait for it. Come off on Thursday or whatever day it came out. <laughs> yeah. Friday in school. It's all on. <laughs> yeah, for me, um, Simon and I just watched far too much Simpsons as well. There's not such, no such thing. 
Well, there is uh, actually. Basically, my uh, I think seasons three through nine are just possibly the greatest seasons in television history of any TV show. Um, I think there was a point where I know like where we were up to probably in the late nineties. I was like, I've definitely watched every single episode uh, numerous times. I knew there was one that I hadn't watched for ages, the Bart and Ralph are friends episode. And then uh, when I was at, on a play date at Aaron Whitehead's, it came on. So I finally got to watch that. Um, but today, basically, we're just going to talk. Um, we're going to do, do a quick run through of the episode. Anyone who doesn't know what Blood Feud is about. Um, we'll talk about any extra information or uh, interesting tidbits from the episode or post-episode. We'll go through a bit of MVP, Best Supporting Actor, from the episode and um, find, finish with some quotes in our favourite bits. Can I just interrupt you there, Sam, for a minute? Yeah. I forgot to mention one other thing about The Simpsons that many people in New Zealand particularly will hold dear is Sky One, 4pm till 7pm on Saturday, uh, Simpsons Marathon. Ah, yes. And then, so you often did that, you know, having a few beers before going out or whatever you you did on a Saturday night. But then if you missed it, (laughs) there was a Sunday marathon of the same episodes, but that had the bonus of no ads. So that was always a good one to get if you were hungover on a Sunday. Nothing better than just clicking number five on Sky, Sky One. Beautiful. So watch it pre-gaming and then watch it again hungover. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have watched it again, but it was a bonus if you missed it on the Saturday. You know, you could watch it ad-free on the Sunday. Like the Home and Away omnibus. Similar, but good. (laughs) All right, so uh, the full story for those who are unsure. Mr. Burns becomes seriously ill uh, and he is diagnosed with um, an infection which uh, Smithers clearly knows, a hypohemia, uh, and he needs uh, blood to sustain his life. Uh, So desperate to save his boss, Smithers uh, issues a plea to the plant employees. Um, No Springfieldians Springfieldians, uh, have the double O negative blood. Um, much to Homer's disappointment because he thinks Burns is going to reward him richly. Um, but Bart happens to be a match. So he's reluctant to do uh, to give Burns the blood, uh, but Marge coaxes him into it. And um, Bart's finally won over by uh, Homer telling him that basically he's going to be showered with riches. After the transfusion, Burns is a lot more alive than ever. And uh, he plans to pen an autobiography. <laughs> Homer um, Homer gets a thank you card in the mail, which he deems extremely inadequate. Um, and he writes Burns a venomous letter, but Marge prevents him from mailing it. And the next morning, um, Bart then trots along and beknownst to him that Homer's decided not to send it and posts it anyway. When Burns sees it, he vows to make Homer's life miserable. Um, Smithers ends up not carrying through Mr. Burns' wishes of beating Homer to a pulp. 
um, and then ends up Burns coming to his senses and realizes the good deeds the Simpsons have done and buys them an extravagant present, an Olmec Indian head statue. Um, Simon, have you got... Oh, did I miss anything in particular? Or Simon, have you got any uh, any titillating tidbits um, to add? Um, very few, but the on the blood transfusion bag at the hospital, I thought it was quite funny that it said human blood on the bag. <laughs> um, there were two... The two signs at the mall when they went to the mall was... Um, the store name was Sweet Home Alabama, and then underneath the sign it said, The Store with Things from Alabama. <laughs> and Plunder Repeats, Eureka, we've found it. The other thing I did was look up how much the Olmec head cost uh, in today's money. So Smithers says, Ooh, That's, that's $32,000. And in today's money, $32,000 is $68,000. Wow. Very good. Um, do you, you pick up anything or anything extra to add, Pat? Well, the main thing is when, I was, when we were going through it, I was like, I don't really remember this episode until right at the end where it's the giant head, and that was the main thing I could remember. I was like, what's that? This is the one where they get that stupid giant head. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of the one the thing that stuck out to me. I was like, oh, I do remember this really well. It's... Uh, like, if I'd ever seen the that a picture of that head, I'd have been like, oh, that's The Simpsons. But I wouldn't be able to remember this episode. Um, mm. But I don't have a, don't have a Blandford memory. So, uh, <laughs> you, have to, you have to give me for that. Um, you don't have, I, a wasted, was, don't have a wasted childhood like the Blandfords. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Probably just a few more concussions to forget it. But um, it just kind of, it actually kind of reminded me of, um, I don't know if you guys ever watched Silicon Valley. Um Yeah. There's an episode of with the with the Blood Boys, <laughs> where all like the rich people are using like uh, young healthy males and uh, doing blood transfusions to stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking of that and that keep cracking me up. Nice. I um. So this this is the only Simpsons episode that ever aired in July. I figured out. Wow. Ah. Um. So pretty much all the Simpsons after season two was like. September to April or September to March or something like that. Um, but being the second season, it just ran a little bit later. And this one's actually way later than I don't, I think there's none in June and this one kind of skips. There's a reason and I can't remember what the reason is, but um, it aired after the season had actually finished. Oh, yeah. um, Another thing that I saw when I was watching is I saw a snowball in the episode and I was like, Oh, you don't see that much anymore. Um, so do you guys know what Snowball was in the episode? Which number Snowball? You mean which number? Oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Surely Snowball 2. It is Snowball 2. Um, okay. Over. So Snowball is apparently still in the Simpsons episodes. I didn't realize this. Snowball 5 is in the... Is in the um, Current Simpsons seasons. Wow. Snowball 2, over, under. Did Snowball make it past season 8? Snowball 2? Yeah. Yeah. That? I'll, I'll, I'll go the opposite then. I'll say no. Mm. I thought I thought Snowball died in like season 4. 
Snowball died really early, like season one or something. Yeah, like I think the first, mm, maybe one of the first episodes. What's the over under? Tell us. Uh, So Snowball 2, 3, and 4 all died in one episode in season 15. That seems extremely late to me. I don't even realize I was still watching at that point. Um, Snowball 1, I think, like Snowball 1 was white, wasn't it? Was definitely white. Called called Snowball. Um, Pat, you are the resident um, Hollywood fan. Who was the uh, most valuable player from this episode, do you think? Or or maybe, just, and also the best supporting actor or actress? Yeah. I actually kind of thought, like, once uh, once I sort of sat down to do it, it's actually quite hard to do because, like, you, it's really hard to base just on the episode because you know so much more about these characters. So my mm. MVP was Smithers, but I don't know how much <laughs> bias I have from knowing, you know, how long this goes on for, and I'm sort of cracking up at, you know, how devo he would have been about old Bernsey going downhill with his health and like, how, how strung out he would be trying to trying to get get him a blood boy. Um, but I gave it to Smithers, but it's yeah, I reckon it's pretty hard to not be biased, especially like you're in season two, but he's watched it for an entire decade. Um, mm. And uh, the best support, we sort of had supporting act, best storyline, like Simpsons are well known for their little offshoots in the stories or, or the storylines they almost bring up and abandon straight away, but leaves it in your mind. And um, when Homer takes Bart to uh, the mobile blood bank outside uh, of, the, of the power plant and Otto's running it, <laughs> because all of his friends are are busy during school hours (laughs) he obviously thinks all his mates are the guys that he's picking up on the bus i wonder if he even works at school does he have a school bus he thinks he's giving all his mates a ride to and from school (laughs) that that was a question i had when i was watching how old do you think otto is supposed to be otto good question not much older than 20 yeah, oh, I, really? I think I would have thought he was be late twenties. I feel like he's a bit yeah. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Just looked it up. Twenty nine years old. So you are oh, spot. Didn't on. even let me have a guess. Bastards. You want to go? Um, yeah. I, watching the episode, <laughs> I was like, maybe he's like nineteen, but I always thought late twenties because remember that episode where he likes that they take him in. Yeah, just like he gets married, which wants to, wants to get married. Not to say does. Getting married at 19 is a bad idea, but... um, uh, um, It was a different time. (laughs) Simon, did you have a different MVP or best supporting actor? Well, basically every episode where Montgomery Burns appears prominently, he's going to be my MVP. So Montgomery Ah, Burns, for sure, the MVP for me. But I did have uh, Smithers as my best supporting actor, one of my favourite... Parts of the episode where it was casually revealed that he had given Burns a kidney <laughs> uh, earlier on. So Smithers is obviously near and dear to my heart as well, but Burns, for various reasons, which we'll go into with the best quotes, was for sure my MVP. Yeah, MVP was between Homer and Burns. And don't get me wrong, Homer had a ripper of an episode, but Burns was my MVP. 
and Smithers was my supporting actor. Do you say actress? Do they say actress actor, anymore, actor. or is it just considered actor? No, 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 actually. Um, Put us up in the slacks. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, uh, a friend of mine, hit up. me up and was like, uh, in your latest podcast, Simon kept saying, hit us up in the slacks. What's He said, what's the slacks? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him Simon doesn't even know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, sounds good. Go. Sounds provocative. Sean said it once and we all just said it, said it after that. <laughs> um, so, favourite quotes. This is me. I've got, uh, I've got top three quotes. And then if you guys have any other ones that you liked other than the three that I have uh, put forward, sure. then, then throw them out there because there were a heck of a lot. I've got a few notes here. Oh, yeah. um, as Simon al- uh, alluded to earlier, Burns had a couple of really good ones. Um, but I'm going to give my number three to Homer. Uh, and it's from my favourite bit in the episode is where he's trying to talk Bart into having the blood transfusion. He's like, it's not like I'm I'm asking you to give blood for free. That would be crazy. <laughs> and then he goes on to the the bit that I like the best, which is um, the stories story of Hercules and the lion. <laughs> Which is probably a Bible story. Yeah, um, definitely a completely incorrect story, but it's, that's why it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like Androcles or something in the, yeah. of the actual story. It could be. I read, I read somewhere it was St. Jerome, but anyway, it certainly wasn't Hercules. Uh, my number two was... Can I, have, you, have, you, have you finished with your Hercules and the Lion story? Uh, yeah, go on. Well, the end of the story is when Homer says that, uh, <laughs> yeah, that Hercules, so the lion, gives Hercules all these riches. And uh, Bart says, how did the lion get rich? And Homer <laughs> says, it was the olden days. <laughs> that's the end of the scene. That's, that's the end of the scene. It's just so good. Uh, my number two is it's kind of a series of, of quotes, but a moment where uh, Burns is full of pith and vinegar. Yeah, great. <laughs> and, and, and he decides to like, uh, like run through the power plant. Why look who's here! It's good old you. And oh, hey there, Mister Brown Shoes. How about that local sports team, huh? Yeah, that was that was the one I had written down. <laughs> that was fucking good. It's trying to have small talk with his employees. <laughs> I had all of those quotes written down, everyone. <laughs> good uh but my favorite was which i'd completely forgotten about and it alludes to the fact that burns must have been sent a lot of uh, uh insulting letters in the post senile eh buck tooth am i bony arms are they liver spots did i chinless <laughs> will you like <laughs> <laughs> he's gold that, okay, me, um, that was my number one quote of the episode. So, Pat, you should go next because I've still got like seven. Well, yeah, that's good. I've, 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 I've only got really uh, one other one, which um, isn't just about the quote, but um, 
because I've been flicking on the new episodes just in the background with Disney Plus, I, I, it stood out to me a bit. I'm sure Mo's reactions to the prank calls used to be way harsher. Because <laughs> after after a phone call for Mike Crotch, uh, he starts screaming down the phone line at but. One of these days, I'm going to catch you, and I'm going to carve my name into your back with an ice pick. (laughs) (laughs) We would have been pissing ourselves as kids. (laughs) That reaction is pretty full on. Um, Well, with Burns, he's just the greatest Simpsons character there is in, you know, um, non-Simpsons, non-nuclear family. And one thing I love about Burns is the exaggerated age thing, you know, how he's just impossibly old. Um, and there's just ridiculous quotes in this one where, you know, right at the, at the start where Smithers discovers that he is really ill and he says, I need to take you to a doctor. And Burns says, no quack sawbones is going to apply his leeches to me. <laughs> Which is just great. And there's the the infamous quote that I feel like was a go-to for me, for many of us throughout our childhood, where he says, you know, the classic, hello, my name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. Yeah, that's okay, great. Mr. Burns, what's your first name? I don't know, which, of course, was Homer. And I just think that was such a great quote. And I still find it funny, but as I'm re-watching, some of the quotes from Burns, I just think, are genius. So they get that ghostwriter in who's, you know, trying to ruck up, rake up muck on Burns, basically. And he says to the uh, to the ghostwriter when he, he realises that he's a muckraker, Now you listen to me, you bargain basement Baudelaire. I'm not some dizzy star who can't string two words together. <laughs> the, the bargain basement Baudelaire is just genius. And um, I've got... Two more quotes to illustrate Burns's unbelievable arrogance as well, if that's all right. Um, he, he's, he's writing his own book, right, about his own life. Is that, that's correct, isn't it? Yeah, memoirs, I think. And he says, in closing, I'd like to thank you. What's that, you say? Me thanking you? No, it's not a misprint. I enjoyed writing this book as much as you enjoyed reading it. And <laughs> <laughs> And then the classic, the classic, classic, classic trope that has to be cleverly done, the subconscious comparison to Jesus. Um, any character doing that always gets my tick of approval um, for arrogance. And when Smithers calls off the hit on Homer, Burns goes, Judas! Um, <laughs> which is just, uh, you know, David Brent does another very clever comparison to him and Jesus at one point in the office, and I always enjoy... The arrogance of that comparison. Um, do we have any other segments? I got a bit more, but I can, I can, I'll let you guys speak for a bit because I've been speaking forever. That um, what's your first name? I don't know. I didn't realize how <laughs> old that was. Like, because it's only season two. I was like, Shit, yes, I reckon I use that at least three to five times a year, at least. <laughs> Yeah, an all-time classic quote. I think um, someone asked me a real simple question. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Absolutely, man. A couple of bits I've got just before, just uh, reading through that I think need uh, that don't, need to go. Um, they need to be mentioned. Um, again, Burns, pool table. Are you mad? We're not going to turn his house into a saloon. <laughs> and a bit that I'd completely forgotten about was when he he gets he get a uh, Homer gets the letter from Burns oh, and gather, so gathers the, gathers the family outside. Lisa, turn <laughs> the lights. No, turn on my lights. Uh, do something. And she just turns on the sprinkler. <laughs> oh, and funny. then when, it real, when they realise they've won nothing, she just just turns it off as they walk back inside, <laughs> which is just for some reason also really funny. Yeah. Um, can I say one more thing? Yeah, end up on the episode, Simon. So... One of the great things about The Simpsons is that even though they did some things I'm sure they would regret, they were incredibly self-aware at all times. And at the end, when they're figuring out the uh, moral of the story, actually like talking about the moral of the yeah, story. That was good. As shows often do, Lisa suggests that maybe there is no moral, and Marge says, but it was a memorable few days, which like kind of acknowledges to the viewer that Yes, what happened was ridiculous and unrealistic, but you know that's TV for you. That's the uh, business we've chosen. Um, yeah. And like, no show was more self-aware than The Simpsons. You know, it reminded me of um, another episode where The Simpsons kind of just like acknowledges and um, embraces its artificiality. So, so this, you know, there's that classic inquiry where every time Burns never knows who Homer Simpson is. And say so, so, Simpson, eh? And Smithers replies, Homer Simpson, sir. All the recent events of your life have revolved around him in some way. Um, <laughs> which I just always love that. And it, that, that, that marred line yeah. at the end of the episode where she says, it was a memorable few days. It's kind of like, yeah, we understand what we're doing. It's kind of ridiculous, but we're, we're unashamed in the fact we are doing it. And one of the reasons it made them such a great show, I think, that self-awareness. It was deep. Yeah, it was deep. Nice. <laughs> liked it. Good. Hey, I've watched the show for 20, what, 30 straight years now, so I've got to have something to say about it. Anything else from you, Pat? I thought, like, I'm not going to follow that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe it at that. Yeah. A couple it of things funny. I noticed um, that I had a chole at was uh, it was like a gulping noise or like a a straw being sucked out of a drink when the blood was leaving the bag. Um, and Homer put it, was it a smutty poster in, uh, in the plant? Not sure. That was uh, me. Right. Pressing, that was me pressing a button. Sorry, that dinging noise. Yeah, I can hear you clicking away. I was checking my notes to see if I hadn't uh, missed anything, and no, I haven't. Uh, all right. Anything else? If there's nothing else, we'll sign off there. You got a good wrap. Got a sign off, Pat? Um, yeah, thanks for putting me on the spot. Um, well, <laughs> now let's talk about what 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 what's this? Uh, so this series we're going to do. We're going to have a few '90s classics popping up. Um, yeah. Different series. What have we got on this day or almost week? Type a, stuff, uh, is it? Yeah, on this week. Seinfeld. The 90s, great. 
bit we of Seinfeld. Got it up our sleeve there, Sam. Yeah, bit of Seinfeld, bit of uh, bit of Simpsons, obviously. Sean will probably want us to delve into Friends a little bit. Um, That's fair. M- maybe some. <laughs> when did South Park come out? Ninety six or seven. Can't tell yeah, you for sure. There's a possibility there, um, but but I think Simpsons will be a good one. We've all got quite a good base knowledge, um, and everyone likes the Simpsons. We won't be going past season ten. I've been living a bit of friends this week. I've been trying to trying to get rid of a flu, and so I um, had a quick Google to see if there was actually any evidence that sweating out a cold worked. It said no, so I immediately went and dressed myself like Joey Triviani, <laughs> jumped on the bike for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, so I'm still sick. Yeah, they were right. You did you did very well, uh, Pat. You battled through, it and it was an honourable honourable effort tonight. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, we will leave it there. Um, thanks for listening. Cheers. Peace. There's somebody I've never heard of. How so and so? Blah 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 blah. Yours truly, some bozo. Oh, that was such a good line. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs>